welcome back to the Four Bears Podcast, where we take a deep dive to all things sports. With me, as always, I have the wonderful talents of part-time Primmy, Cousin Brant, and uh, no longer a floating head. We have Mr. Feezy. You can make out some of his body today. It's crazy. <laughs> I turned on a light. Weird. <laughs> Man uh, paid his electric bill, and look what happens. He, we can see him. He's there. So, well, I guess we started off with uh, the NFL. Football's back, baby. It is currently As we Thursday. speak. As we speak. Hall of Fame game. Yep. Yes, sir. You know, yeah. after, after Kellen Mond's performance, I, I think I'm taking him number one in fantasy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Number one in fantasy. The guy won't even be on a roster next week. Dude, no. He's got that dog in him. He's got that dog in him. Hey, there's a reason he's starting the Hall of Fame game. <laughs> yeah, Deshaun Watson hey, was busy. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Busy eating a massage. Zach Wilson. The number yeah. one cougar I mean, that I know. It's all about cougars. <laughs> oh, because BYU. We're yeah. We're talking about uh-huh. the same guy that's going to make Roger's life a living hell? Is that what I... You know, that, that same well, guy? yeah, because... He's all about Cougars, man. I mean, it's, it's nothing more to it. He's a BYU guy, great guy, class act. Uh, nothing more to say. But class act. Yeah. yeah. I would argue he's not the fifth best quarterback on his own roster. <laughs> I, I think I think he's at least fourth. Let's give him a little bit of love. You know, I've seen the guy was the second overall pick for a reason. Oh, because the GM made a mistake. (laughs) They got the wrong Wilson. They thought they were trading for Russell Wilson, which, to be honest, I don't know know if I'd want either. You're taking Russell Wilson. Give me Greg Leg. Dude, he's having a game right now. He's he's putting the team on his back, if you will. If you will go look at it. It's kind of impressive. Hey, he did it with the Rams that one year, too. I remember he had, like, 250 fantasy points. Which is insane out of a kicker. Oh, Thomas Morstead's on the Jets. I didn't know that. He's their punter. Good for him. Oh, yeah, he did <laughs> He's not getting team. a lot of work this evening. Yay, punters. He's a great punter. That's a dude, if I was a bad team, I would invest in a great punter. Shout out to Iowa. Let's get a little Tory Taylor action up in the NFL next year, huh? Yeah, that's probably why he won't be in the NFL. He's not that good. So. Whoa, whoa, that guy was a beast. Tory Taylor for Heisman. Oh, let's calm that Imagine, imagine saying your punter should win the Heisman hey, because hey, that's how bro, you have to win games. In fairness, in fairness, and I will want just a couple more games. Like he'd had a legitimate argument, okay? Because that man punted like a champion. Legitimate is, I. It's a lot of perspective there. I feel like he's setting up the defense to make plays, man. <laughs> you can't do what he does. If they win a few more, give the whole defense the Heisman. Unfortunately, it was the one player, so like the guy that's setting him up is kind of the one you got to give it to, you know? The defensive coordinator, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> if we want to talk about player, legitimacy, it's definitely not the Iowa State football program, I'll tell you that much. Well, you know, we have we pride ourselves bad. on being people of integrity. Um, <laughs> and, you know, honestly, I, I hate to say it, no, nay, I don't hate to say it. 
we're a better football team for losing um, the player that we lost this week. So, um, oh, okay. I thought you were just... a better football team than Iowa there for saying those. Um, oh, that's just common game. knowledge. That's just objectively true. Hold on. Save it for <laughs> Iowa, Iowa State week, gentlemen. Calm okay. down. Okay. We'll get there. Okay, yeah, so. No, for sure. No, for sure. Here's what, yeah. here's what we're going to do. Me and Primmy are going to do top five quarterbacks. We're going to do this together. You have Fantasy. to mutually agree on a list. You can't have yep. two separate and lists. And then Grant and Jake do the top five fantasy running backs. Okay. And then we're going to criticize Good. each other, right? We're going yes. to absolutely patronize each other. <laughs> well, ours is going to be correct, so I don't think that'll be a Well, problem. go ahead and start off with the QBs. For me, you want first we'll, pick we'll take a peek. For QBs, first pick's got to be Mahomes. Okay. Okay, number one. Well, um, I don't... No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Number two, give me, give me Josh Allen. Give me Josh Allen. I, I love Jalen Hurts. I love, I love Herbie fully loaded. But give me Josh mm-hmm. Allen at two. You know, I, I'm not mad about that. I was, I was between Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts as well. I'll probably go Jalen Hurts number three. I. I really wish I had the fifth pick, but this guy's going at number four. And Primmy might kiss me after the pod. Because I'm going to be honest, Justin Fields is going top five. That's a great pick. I was going to put him five if you didn't put him four. So, And then for me at five, it's got to be Lamar. Really? Okay. Yeah. I don't mind it. I just, uh, a division's a lot of defense. Yeah, but I think the... I mean, it's it's Lamar. He's gonna get the rushing yards. Um, I'm not worried about it. I think you're forgetting a huge name here, fellas. Joe Brr. That's where's, a big one. Where's Joe Shiesty at, dude? He's playing week one. I, yeah, I'm like I I do agree that he definitely definitely has potential to be a top five fantasy QB. I the reason I like the Justin Fields picks is because Justin Fields is gonna have to carry the Chicago team if they want to be good. They don't have a running game really. And Lamar. Plays. Lamar is kind of doing the same thing. I mean, they have Odell now, but he's going to run. He's going to have to kind of carry that team a little bit more. And then, obviously, Mahomes. I feel like the, I feel like arguably our our most controversial pick would be Jalen Hurts, three. Respectfully, I'm going to completely disagree with most of your lists. I'm, I'm obviously going to put Mahomes first because, like, it's Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I would say, assuming he's healthy, Lamar Jackson's the second-best fantasy quarterback, and it's not close. I'm not mad about that. I'm not because mad, I think, but... I think that when he's healthy, it's not even, like, an argument, okay? That's a big um, if, though. That's a big I, if. I would say that, that Justin Fields or Josh Allen are probably three or four because Fields was ridiculous for, like, a nine-week span last year. I mean, that was insane. He's putting up 40-plus every week. Mm-hmm. It's truly unheard of. And I'm going to actually I'm going to disagree, disagree with Herbert with and Burrow. I'm going to disagree with Herbert and Burrow. And I'm going to go a little bit crazier here. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to be your fifth fifth best quarterback here because I think Calvin Ridley's huge for him. Breakout uh, year? Oh, yeah. Brady? I was Retired. I want to touch on your Lamar point, dog. He had two weeks of 40. The rest of them, he barely touched 20. No, 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 I said Fields. Fields? My apologies. Yeah, Fields went crazy. L- Lamar had a little bit of a down year last year, and then he was hurt, so. But Lamar That's, went healthy, yeah. and 
like when he has a receiver to throw the ball to, um, which Zay Flowers this year I think is going to be spectacular. Just saying. Oh, his he's shifty. Uh, yes, I've he seen is. the videos at camp. It's uh. Yes, he is. He's I, got a little I think everybody's up. seen the Calvin Ridley video. <laughs> oh, I think Davis my. Mills could be a top five pick. He's moving different. <laughs> he's not even starting. <laughs> yeah, he is. Dude, the Calvin Ridley video was insane. Because Zay Jones isn't just some bum. Like, he's a solid no, he's starting good. receiver. And then and <laughs> Calvin Ridley came in looking like he was moving double speed. Dude, like, he was on a different level. I was like, this oh, is not a human. Hey, I'm excited for that guy to be back. The last time that guy played a full season, he was a top five receiver in the league. So. Well, and Calvin's locks of the week. I mean, he's going to help everybody for sports betting. <laughs> True. He's just sharing the wealth. <laughs> He's, you know, you call him a trailblazer. He was really like the one that kind of started this whole betting the thing. The trend, yeah. He's a, tra- he's a trailblazer. Yeah, yeah. That's blazing the wrong trail. The wrong freaking <laughs> trail. No, that's Josh Gordon. He's he blazing blaze something else. Okay, Marshawn both. Now, now we've got our top five fantasy running backs. I. I by the family over there. Yes, sir. Jake, I think we could both agree McCaffrey's number one. Yeah. Oh, it's I mean, clear. there's not even really a discussion there. No. Um, I'm going to put Josh Jacobs at two. Uh, I, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to go Eckler. Eckler? Yep. I, I, it's depending on the league. Obviously, <laughs> it's PPR, half PPR. Yeah. For our sake, we'll say half PPR, just yeah. because it's usually the hybrid right between. I, I think Eckler's number two, and then you can put Josh. And then I would say probably Saquon into Nick Chubb. Hmm. There's also an argument for Derrick Henry in there, so. Yeah, I'm going to go CMC 1, Jacobs mm-hmm. 2, Eckler 3. Okay, alright. But then I agree with the bot. I, I agree with you, 4-5. Okay, so we'll, we'll leave Derrick Henry just on the outside, you know? Yeah, I think he's, I think he's right there at 6. I mean, and there's just too many spectacular yeah, running backs I mean, to fight Yeah. Gosh, that's tough though, because Derrick Henry was the is the king, so the yeah. king of running backs. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I, I think have... he. I think he comes back with a vengeance this year. Oh, I, dude. I think he goes nuts. Man, yeah. He's getting hurt though, man. If he stays healthy, ah. he'll be dominant per usual. But oh, my top five is just like. Looking at points based off of last season, the top five is just like yeah. they're just a handful of points off of each other. Um, Which I mean, CMC when he plays the whole season, it's no question. Right, and but... he doesn't have that like two week buffer period where he's, you know, transferring from Carolina to San Fran because um, you know he played those two weeks. Yes, but but he got like ten touches. Right, limited reps, still learning the offense. Still trying to get Chemistry, healthy, too. Getting healthy. I think he's so. going to absolutely tear it up this year. That offense is going to be ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I can't wait to watch it, dude. Oh, gross. So you guys just going to ignore Bijan Robinson altogether in your top five? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I Yeah, I don't Unproven. think. That, listen, listen. I think the guy, I've seen some videos of him in training camp. I think he looks explosive. I think he's really crisp. I think he looks like a great route runner. Um, I would argue that ETN's right there, too. And maybe Brace Hall. I would put those three guys kind of in the same category right now. But they're not – they haven't proved that they're those guys at all yet. Well, Brees has, but – Brees had 
a good stretch of what, like six weeks before he got hurt. Yeah, he was. He would have won off as a rookie of the year if he didn't get hurt. Strong chance, but you know that was six weeks, so it's it's a small <laughs> sample size to work with. You know. Yeah, I'd like you to know see a very him play full year. I I think he he was. I mean, through six, he was on pace to yeah, shatter. Defenses are obviously going to adjust to that because they know that uh, the rest of the offense can't do anything. Because the quarterback can't get the ball to Garrett Wilson, so <laughs> I just I just think it's crazy that a name that nobody's talking about, like rightfully so, I'm there too. Jonathan Taylor, he was top five pick the last two years, was the number one running back two years ago. Easily well, number back, one overall bro. the last it's two back. seasons, and he's once he get traded now and fallen off, he, he hurt. So abysmal last year. There's no. He had what one good game all year. Uh, one good game. One good game. game. Not even a great game. But just no, a that, good game. that game in itself was great. I mean, he had like 40 points um, for yeah, fantasy. Wow. But, yeah. like, he didn't do anything the rest of the year. Yeah. And he was hurt. So, yeah. I mean, he barely – I mean, he hardly scored a touchdown all year. After going crazy the year before, so. Oh, and truck. Now, in fairness to him, he didn't have a quarterback either. No, he didn't. 36, 37-year-old Matt Ryan's not, you know? No. Hey, he's a dog. So, hey, now he's got yeah, Anthony Richardson, but that guy is the running back. I mean, Matt Ryan's in the dog house. He's yeah, see ya. <laughs> what about Joe Mixon? How do we feel about him too? No. Yeah. Solid volume guy that's gonna get good touches, decent yardage, a couple touchdowns here and there. Every once in a while, have a three or four touchdown game, just because their offense moves the ball well. I don't think he's anything special, respectfully. I want to touch on Green Bay for a second. Aaron Jones with the with the new quarterback in play, he's going to get more touches. Him and AJ and Bill, Dylan both are going to get more touches. Yep. So, which they got a nice receiving core, by the way. With last year being with Rodgers still being there, it was still kind of a pass first offense. I would say. I mean, it was closer to fifty fifty than before, but um, they're gonna yeah. with the rookie quarterback. They're definitely going to manage the ball a little bit more. Yeah. Maybe they should just run the Wildcat with one of them, honestly. No, That's Jordan Love. I think Jordan Love's gonna have a nice year this year. I think he's gonna do anything crazy, but I think he's gonna have a solid year, somewhere around like 3,800 yards and like, you know, 20 touchdowns and like six interceptions, something like that. Yeah, rookie season's gonna come with picks. That's for sure. I mean, well, he is technically what in his fourth year now. Yeah, this is more, this is contract. <laughs> yeah, when you, when you, listen, but when you get one to two games, I don't think this is his contract. He's technically sending. They they stay. They, yeah, they extended him. Yeah. Which they extended him with, like, Two a, years. what, $12 million? Two-year, yeah. I think it was roughly that. But I, I, think, I think he'll be very controlled. I mean, you saw when he played against Philly last year. He looked good. Really good. Against a really good defense, so. In fact, Philly didn't care, though. The league, so. Philly didn't care. It was still a close game. It, it wasn't like they were yeah. getting destroyed. No, but they so. just aren't a good team, so that's wow. just going to be hard. That that sounds like a I'd Bears fan who's just hate it. I'd take back my Justin Fields in the top five. <laughs> we already locked it in, you silly goose. You can't change it's like it. His, it's like his only argument with Iowa, Iowa State, too. Yeah, we're just better. That's all it is. We're just better. Well, I mean, look at the score last. It's just not true. Even though, even though Jake. I have stats to back it up. When when's the last time the Bears were any good? And when's the last time Iowa State was any good? Already oh, then. Yeah. Yeah, you may have what beaten us, but you still suck. Yep. I mean, it's facts. You're terrible. Yep. Jake's on the team. That's your opinion. That's okay. No, okay. It's a statistical fact. Okay, okay. 
We have that for week two of college football. Breakout players this season. Fantasy-wise, everybody pick one player that is being drafted too low. Too low. DJ Moore. Okay. I don't think <laughs> no, I'm going low. <laughs> Dude, no, I'm ser- I'm not even kidding. This is like not even like a uh like because I'm a Bears fan. Legit number one wideout for us for the first time in seasons. And Fields and him have looked good in camp together. They got great chemistry. I think he's going to be a solid wide receiver for fantasy this year. I don't think he's going to be a top 5 receiver by any means, but you know, he's not he's going to be a good flex option for you, I think. So, not wide receiver one, not wide receiver two. You're saying he's top 30? I think he will be a top 30 receiver this year. I feel like that's such a weak, like... Yeah, yeah he'll be top 30. Yeah, DJ Moore, the number one receiver. When was the last time the Bears top had a top 30 receiver like, in fantasy? Like, it's been a minute. Like, three years Go ago when Allen Robinson got them run more than eight yards down the field? That was three years ago. Yeah, because uh, Matt Nagy sucks at coaching. How do you feel about that, Jake? It's the Bears. It's pretty bad. Hey, I mean, he, is a, he, is an or he is a coach of the year, so. When you beat the Packers. Yeah, me. when their defense was the number one defense and it wasn't close. Okay. He was supposed to be an what? offensive-minded coach. Disagree. His offenses were terrible. Disagree. But they were abysmal. Disagree. Let's move on. Let's move on. We need someone else to make a choice. Should Brand, Want go me ahead. to go? Brand, Brand, Brand just go. Brand, I mean, you? listen, I am all over Calvin Ridley and, and Trevor Lawrence, um, but I, I am going to take it a different direction. Jerry Judy. I have hated on this guy his whole career. He's dropped the ball a lot. I think he's going to have a big year this year. And I think that offense is going to have a big year. Sean Payton, a great coach, man. We, we, you can hate him because he's mouthy. You can hate him because you know, he, he does some things that are questionable. But that offense is gonna roll, and I think Jerry G's gonna have a big year. That is. Jack, clip uh, that. Yeah. Clip that. <laughs> hey, mark my words, man. Who's throwing him oh, the ball I am. Russell Wilson. Yeah. Point you made. know. Point made. That's all I gotta say about that. I mean, that. you know. Dangerous. You make him sound like he hey. was good. <laughs> Russ had a down year. Okay. That, that a down year. year. He had a listen, fucking listen, awful year. He had the listen, worst year that. Nathaniel Hackett did one of. And I quote, the worst coaching jobs ever in NFL history, per Sean Payton, who's actually done something and won. So, I got a great feeling about it, man. He's going to completely change that entire franchise, unfortunately for the Raiders. Uh, he's got some work to do. He better, Hackett was he just better get rolling. It wasn't his fault. Hackett yeah, wasn't throwing the ball. Um, Dog, Hackett was the one calling that terrible play call. I think that guy couldn't manage anything. I think uh, too many people are still riding the Ezekiel Elliott train. I'm hopping off that bus. Oh I'm yeah, going, I'm going with TP Tony Pollard. That's a good pick. I mean, I think I still just I, everyone's gonna draft Zeke, and I don't. After the year that T, Tony Pollard had last year with splitting what 60-40 on touches with Ezekiel Elliott. Is Zeke even on a roster yet? No, I don't think so. Yeah, he's still just sitting out I don't there. Don't think the so. Guy. I think Tony Pollard being the number one back with getting all those touches. I mean, he still had a great year last year as far as fantasy points oh, are concerned for the exactly. touches that he had. But being mm-hmm. the full-time back, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. He got something got something brewing down in Dallas. A little concerned about his leg. 
which he did yeah. break last year in the playoffs. So yeah. I, I think he's going to yeah. eat for the season. But there's a chance. I think Deuce Vaughn will be a nice compliment to him. they got another decent running back whose name I can't think of off the top of my head. Um, I don't think they're going to run him, you know, 20, 25 touches every game. But I, I think he's a good player. I, I like that call. What about you, Nicky Poo? Now, Nick. So, last, and maybe, maybe people think it's least. Uh-oh. But, uh, <laughs> Probably. I'm looking at a running back playing for a okay. contender. I'm going James Cook. The, the yards per carry, I absolutely love. Man hasn't sniffed 12. He's had one game of 12-plus carries. And I I see him as an RB. I I think he could get RB2. Obviously, if he goes crazy, he could be RB1. But I see him RB2. RB2. He's, you know, top 24, something like that. Man. I respect it. I like, I I mean, like the pick. Yeah. Not big. But there, there's a few things to worry about that. Number one, Damian Harris right behind him. Sure. And, and number two, I think Latavius Murray will steal a lot of goal line man, because that guy gets in the end zone a lot. He just plows through. He's a huge. Uh, in fact, I, I got to I gotta throw, throw some love out there to Latavius Murray. How is that guy not a starting running back on a team? Man? Year after year, somebody picks him up, and he plays extremely well. I mean, it, it's kind of sad that that guy's never really got a, a solid starting job anymore. Because even when he went to Minnesota after he left the Raiders, like they they still split time with him and like Matt Asiata and McKinnon, you know. But like what we talked about previously, running backs are a dime a dozen. They're I good. Just, they're they're throwing really out. Dime, the, the problem I have with Latavius, the guy's always healthy. The guy's always averaged like four point two, four point three yards per carry. Like it's, ah, I don't get the running back disrespect, man. It's criminal. I don't get it at all. It's criminal. So. Well, from our football fantasies to uh, the MLB trade deadline, Astros land, Verlander. I think uh, there's a lot to digest there with the with the whole Mets situation. They basically took their entire <laughs> roster and kind of fried it. But I oh, but I, it's I, not a fire sale. Their their GM said it's not a fire sale, guys. We we got rid of literally everyone, but it's not a fire sale. Which I thought I find insane. They won 101 games last year, added better pieces, and now they're 20 games back. And like the Padres. I mean, they're eight games under 500, 20 games back in the division, and now you're you're now you're sending Scherzer to Texas. And Verlander to the Strohs for, I mean, they've, they have six separate trades. Traded Scherzer, Verlander, David Robertson, and Tommy Pham for eight prospects. So are we trying to get better immediately? Are we building the farm team? Like, Aren't they one of the worst farm teams? Yeah. Am I crazy? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably why they're trying to buff it, but... But I don't know. You're trading way too studs. Sure. I mean, I get the I, lot, I, yeah. I get the thought, I guess. I mean, I don't It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like I 
swap bats, I guess, trade for some better hitting. Some, I mean, I don't think pitching was the problem. They can't score. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I mean, obviously the Strohs get much better. Um, Hunter Brown's had a decent year. Val does. I mean, they have pieces there, and they're what a game back in their division. So I think they're. I it's good for them, especially they're in a win now mindset. But yeah, I'm there with the Mets. I don't get it when they have this huge offseason. They spend just a ridiculous amount of money. Oh and goodness. the the thing that I don't get too is they they still have big contracts in their roster. Like they still have, um, Lindor. like Lit Lindy on his big roster. Alonzo. Um, Alonzo's on a big deal. Uh, I'm sure Jeff McNeil's probably getting paid. Like. I don't like they still have a good roster. So the fact that they're not performing right now is obviously not good. They're not going to make the playoffs this year. But you're willing to scrap cuz those guys weren't on I don't think at least not all of them weren't on like one year deal besides Robertson and maybe another reliever but like Verlander wasn't on a one year deal, was he? Scherzer wasn't for sure. He just came from no. LA last year. Yeah, so I'm like you're you're giving up you have like contract control of these players, and you're just basically chalking your next two three seasons. Mm -hmm. Wow, but, and they still got Lindor and Nemo and Alonso. <laughs> they're not done. <laughs> they're done. Yeah, but but now they don't have. Oh, they're done. This they year. got rid of their bullpen. They got they're rid of two, two of their best starters. Still, like when when Jose Quintana is your second best starter, it's a problem. Oh, I agree, but they, they can still come back next year. I don't necessarily mind the trades. I get it. It's it's kind of – I wonder if they're kind of trying to fall into what Kansas City did a handful of years ago where they, they built the farm, built the farm, built the farm, traded, signed, bang, won a World Series, and then sold their whole team. It's just – but they make too much – the problem is they make too much money for that. They're not a small market team. They're not they a small don't. market like no. Kansas City is. Yeah. So to to sign those big contracts, get Scherzer, you got Alonzo, Lindor, McNeil, Verlander. There's no reason whatsoever they should be 20, 20 games back in eight games no. under 500. They should, after winning 101 with the same roster and improving on that. It just doesn't. Like I just I don't get it. Like looking at the roster, I mean, Pete Alonzo, good player, great player. Jeff McNeil, good player. Francisco Lindor, great player. Brandon Nemo, great player. Starling Marte, great player. Great player. Like they, it's not like they don't have good pieces, and they just like are chalking their future. Yeah. I don't. That was. I don't get it, but that's I mean, just even, me, I guess. Even their superstars, their offense offensively, they are terrible. Yeah. Alonso's hitting two twenty one. Lindor's hitting two thirty five. Before Tommy Pham got traded. He was there. He was leading the team in average at 268. Yeah, that's bad. That's miserable. Was, I wonder what their highest OPS was for any of their players. Uh, probably Tommy Pham. It's Alonzo. maybe still Pete Alonzo Alonzo with because he 821. That's their highest. That's their highest. Ooh, that's that is tough. And in those same four guys, they I mean. 88 strikeouts, 100 strikeouts, 105 strikeouts. And we're just past the All-Star break. You're already at 100 Ks? 
I think this was more of a coaching issue. This is more of a coaching problem. They're, I, yeah, they're, they're hitting coach or they're I, nobody. No, you don't go on a team slump. That just doesn't. Somebody, somebody will slump. That's for sure. That happens. But to have your your four all stars all hitting below two fifty with a hundred Ks apiece, and you're willing to ship off Verlander, and you're shipping pitchers, and you're and you're 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 gonna ship him, pay to ship him. You're paying thirty five mil to ship him, and the return that you're getting, it's not like you're getting an org's top five prospect. You're no. getting farm pieces that are, if you're lucky, five years down the road will make their debut. Yeah. Question. Question. If the Verlander train, would it have been better if the Mets got those special trash cans that the Astros had? A <laughs> <laughs> hey, sensitive subject for the two Dodger fans in the pod. Oh, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse ring for those cheaters. Oh, just like the COVID World Series, Mickey Mouse ring, and NBA Finals. Oh my. Yeah, here we go. This here we go. Be aware the Dodgers were, I think, like forty-one and nineteen in the sixty-game season, which was on pace for the greatest regular season ever. But you know, what do we know? We'll disregard that fact. Yeah, you what? know, the Mets are. And, you know, this same Dodgers team's only been to the playoffs since uh, every year since twenty thirteen. No, no big deal. Only ten straight years. Well, the next closest are you know six years for the Astros and Yankees. <laughs> All good, though. Have we been to how many World Series outside of that one? Oh, three other ones. Oh, already did. Weird. <laughs> Weird yeah, flex, Mouse, but bad. okay. Weird flex, but okay. How Mickey many, Mouse, how many years was it between Cubs World Series wins? Dude, it was uh, only 100, like four. 106 or something like that? Right. No, I don't think it was that long. No, it was only like maybe <laughs> eight years. Brimmy, weren't you alive back then? Dude, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Nick, I'm 115 years old. Okay. Got the old man, Nick, the ancient piece of history Nick down at the bottom Dodgers left. Cubs, by the way. There's no way that the oldest people, the oldest person to call just said that to me. Yeah. Can't Dodgers, Cubs, by the way. Dodgers just got Kike Hernandez back. Uh, Dude, big, I love TK. Big vibes, guys. I bet you, I, I bet you loved him in that that nice little uh, finals, baby, game six when he hit three homers on you. Ah. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't fun, but like, <laughs> like, like that aside. Yes, playing him is annoying, but like, he just has swag. He's got the high, the high above the knee pants. He's a big vibe guy. Like, how yes, can you not love Kike? I mean, his first day it's back with LA, impossible. he's in the in the dugout dancing around with all the guys. That's one of the like, just he's super just back, baby. super big dugout guy. I think that was one of the main, probably one of the main reasons that we brought him back. He's a great player. He's like super versatile. versatile you can play him, though, yeah. play him anywhere. But to have those kind of those those dugout locker room guys like that that are just increase the vibes. Like as soon as they step foot in the locker room, that's huge. That's so. He's huge. got the he's got the six tool of baseball. He's not a five tool player. He's a six tool player. Six tool. Because he he can you know, he can chop it up. He can chop it up with the best of them. The best of them. I'm gonna make a controversial take here. Uh oh. Um, a lot of people have said the Dodgers have lost the deadline because we didn't get anybody that we wanted. We didn't get Aaron Arenado. We didn't get Verlander. Um. Oh, well, or, who cares? <laughs> like. I, or yeah. That, wasn't that crazy pitcher the from the Angels pitcher. supposed to go there too? 
the the Lions pitcher. Uh, it was Eduardo Ruiz, I think. Oh Just yeah. There's no trade clause because he but, there was some things the, he didn't like about the deal that the, they couldn't agree on. The, but the, the Tigers, you mean? I said no, the, the Lions. Lions. You said the Lions. You said the Lions. Did I? My bad. <laughs> yeah, I knew you meant Detroit. That. Oh, yeah, they wanted Jared Goff. We got the they Detroit Lions baseball. <laughs> but yeah, no, like I, I, I gotta be honest. I think the Dodgers came out just fine. You got Kiki. Med Rosario is a solid piece to have in the infield. Okay, we can move him around all over the place. That allows us to put Lance, Mookie, Mookie back. Lance Lynn already had a solid seven inning, three earned start. If I'm gonna get that out of my starter, I'm content with that. Yeah. Okay, if you give me seven innings of three earned baseball, we should be able to win a lot of baseball games. And then we got Mr. Swaggy himself, Joe Kelly back, baby. Yeah. That guy was awesome. Love Joe. I mean, he's not fishing great, but. Hey, he's back in L.A., baby. The vibes are up. Everybody's happy. He's on a winning team. Sometimes that turns you around, man. You know what? You know what's sneaky? I, I can't even believe I'm going to say this. As a Cubs fan, and. It's crazy to say this. You know who's having an amazing season that nobody's talking about? Like, MVP season, and because of everything, he's not even getting <sighs> with. Freddie Freeman. Oh, my Lord. 1002 OPS. He's hitting 338. Like, he is he's doing it. Already has 21 pumps, 75 RBIs already. And he's getting. No, love. no talks. I mean, over five war, he's just been doing it. That's and I know it's just what he does. Like he's Mister Consistent. He's gonna go out and he's gonna hit three twenty and have thirty pumps every season. Like he just that's just what he's gonna do. But like, we need to talk about how good he is for not having any respect in the MVP conversation. Mookie gets more love than him. Which is bizarre. I do love Mookie. I mean, he's a great he, player. He's having, Fred, a, he's, yeah. he's having a good year. Mookie's having a good year. It's not exceptional, but... Uh, 29 homers so far is pretty impressive yeah, out of Mookie. Oh, yeah, and how many of them have come off the leadoff? <laughs> very, first, yeah. very first AB of the game? What's he up to, 9 or something? Franch- yeah, I think he hit 10. I think it's a franchise record. Yeah, franchise 10. record. So, yeah, pretty impressive. But, I mean, outside of that, I want to know what his OBS is, too. Or OBP. Only 963. Only 963 for his OPS. He has only a, uh, only. He has a 4.9 WAR. I mean, what's his OBP? He does have OBP is at 385. So good. Uh, See, he does have 29 home runs, so he has eight more home runs. But I would still say that Freddie's having a better season. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah. I think the thing that with Freddie hitting and playing the way that he is right now. Mookie getting on at that 335, mm-hmm. I mean, Freddie's driving him in. He's getting half his RBIs from Mookie just getting on base. Mookie gets Very on, true. steals second, Freddie base hit. That's a run. I mean, if Mookie doesn't homer track. and gets on, and he were scoring. Oh, and then, oh, no, we're going to have J.D. Martinez come up and, oh, he's washed, he's old. He has 25 pumps. Like hey, J.D. Martinez hit 260 this year, too. They, you know what J.D. stands for, don't you? Just Jingers Martinez. Come on. <laughs> Dude, he's... That was so annoying. I, when I saw that pick, I was like, yeah, I'll just... I'll take a cool 10 mil, take a little bit of a pay cut, and just go and hit dangers nice in L.A. Like, go dude, 
Dude, I fucking wish. Just go in DH every day. Don't have to worry <laughs> and, and about then, anything. And then we also snagged Peralta on a solid deal. He's hitting 271. Yeah. I mean, the Dodgers is Mookie playing second for you every day now? Uh, it depends. Depends on what we're going to With Kike back now, he won't have to. He can actually play in right field now. Yeah. But... You know what's really annoying? And is that Jason Hayward is having a good year. He's hitting 248. The last yep. time he hit that good was in 2019 with the Cubs. He had a negative wars last year with the Cubs. And I don't know now what he's like is. a serviceable right fielder again. You know what's funny is the Dodgers have done this a lot. We did it with David Freeze. We did it with Albert Pujols, Chase Utley. We bring in some of these older guys, man. They have solid, good resurgent seasons with us. I, I love it. Credit to the Cubs. I don't know how that. the Dodgers do it every year, but they do. It just it annoys me. I give credit because it is. It's like it's you can't like sit here and say, no. Like it just. Th I think the most annoying thing too is you're like, oh man, they let this player walk. Okay, you got a guy hitting four thousand in minor leagues that'll come up and be just as good too if you lose him. So like it doesn't even matter. Guys, speaking of guys we let walk, Cody freaking Bellinger. My goodness. He's having a season right now. I want him. To, oh. I want him to be extended so bad. See, I don't, Man, I don't so really care. I don't really care. He's having but, a great year, but... he should. I am... His last two years with us were miserable. But he hit well in the playoffs both of those years still. He strikes he out too much. He hit well when it mattered. He strikes out too much. In the playoffs, dude, he was hitting like 280. He stri I don't... He strikes out too much, Came up dude. with timely hit after timely hit. Dude, strikes out too much. Look at freaking Muncy. <laughs> but he's yeah, not hitting 193. He gets on base. He's Cody. hitting 193. Look at his walks. I get it. He's Cody wasn't doing game. that. He was Dude, I'll take, I'll take Cody's bat. 30 bumps and 300 average all day. But Cody's a gold lover in center field, man. And first base. Yeah, I know. But we, we always played the center because we had Muncie. And now Freddie. Yeah, well... We don't have a first baseman, so having him is very, <laughs> very nice. Say what you want, but I don't miss him. I don't. Ah, I do. I loved him. I loved him when he was here, but I don't. I'm fine. I'm not. Well, I'm not. I'm not yeah, losing sleep. I want James Altman. Okay. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't you disrespect oh, James Altman? Yeah, Alvin. you slow your roll, pal. Come on now, the, the guys. Oh, uh, you want to compare the stats to them? Don't get me wrong. Bellinger's by far the better player. I wish we had Bellinger still. But James Altman's a solid player. In his first year as a start? Come on, yeah, dude. I work here, man. Oh, and Bellinger's first year as a starter, all-star, rookie of the year. We get what, the concept. 33 pumps? Okay. We get the concept. Just saying. But, you know. Somebody sounds a little just jealous because their farm team stinks and their, I mean, their team Well, their team stinks. in general usually stinks. But yeah. they, they, what do you mean? We... They're we're hot right, right now. now. We're hot. We they are. 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 They They do have the third best plus minus in the NL, or fourth best, my bad. I forgot the Padres are plus 75 and still somehow a game under 500 because they're <sighs> Padres will never I'll never understand the Padres I just don't that, it doesn't make sense <laughs> like like on paper they should be competing for a World Series every year every for the past year. three years at least three years and they just are awful I don't get it I don't get it 
Nick, what, what what baseball team are you a fan of again? D-backs, baby. Oh, they're, no. They've fallen off a cliff. Yes, they have. They're playing some good baseball there for a minute. Still, still first in the division. But uh, three and seven in their last ten. Mm. How, how do you feel about it? Uh, they made some moves. Uh, trade deadline. Uh, got a reliever, right? We also I, got Tommy Pham. Tommy mm-hmm. Pham. I I don't know. It's just Corbin Carroll started off very oh. hot. He kind of he kind of leveled out. Well, it was Corbin Carroll. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's young. He was he was on pace for rookie of the year, right? Could still be. It could very well still be. Uh, yeah, it's just. Can we also talk about how they play in a park that just does not want you to hit home runs to center field? <laughs> <laughs> you need to take that one up with manager. I, I might have to talk to him about that one. Like, guys, can we bring the wall in like 30 feet? <laughs> <laughs> really hurting ourselves here. We need to be a little bit more offense. Detroit had no problem pulling their fence in. <laughs> and it still sucks. Comerica's still like the worst part. They, they pulled it in and it still sucks. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, um, I, I wanna... think... Go ahead. No, you're good. I'm... Go ahead for it. I think Sneaky, a team that... I mean, we talked about it a little bit last time, but the Reds... The Reds are... <laughs> they're doing it. The, if you would have told me the Reds would be first place in the NL Central at the beginning of the season... I would have laughed in your face. I I would have. The only thing with, I would have liked to see, with the emergence of De La Cruz, I would have Mm -hmm. liked to see them at the at the trade deadline get him a little bit of help. Help. Yes. I mean, I'll be honest. They didn't even. I mean, they are getting a a couple of starters back from injury later this month. Mm -hmm. Um, but as a whole, I think I mean, one or two pieces maybe. He's doing it all. He's he, I mean, they need he's, he's doing it all. Too. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, I am off the Reds train. Are I'm you? way off the I think they've cooled off. I think their little spurt was nice and it's gonna be a good feel good story for their season. But I, I, I think the Cubs are gonna take that division the way they're playing right now. And, and you know what, the plus minus, as much as people wanna hate on statistics and all that, the plus minus is a good indicator indicator of a good baseball team and they're plus seventy nine. Everybody else in the division is negative. Okay. Usually, when you've got a good plus minus, you're usually a good baseball team. So, well, they gave up on them last night. Killing that division. Fifteen runs or something. Eighteen. Eighteen. Jeez, I turned it off at fifteen. <laughs> I think the crazy thing to me was at the trade deadline. I know Jonathan, their second baseman's had a he's had a down year. He has, and he's been hurt. And last year wasn't great. He didn't have a bad season, but you know, after his rookie of the year campaign. They still have four years, four or five years control over him, and they wanted to deal him at the trade deadline. Like, he's a good young player, and you're a hot team, and you want to trade a guy with four or five years of control? That was crazy to me. Like, he's a, he's a contributor. He's an everyday player, and they wanted to just deal him. I, di- I didn't get it. I don't know what the thought there was, but I don't know. Um, the Angels. I wanted to touch on the Angels real quick. I think it's in their. I mean, there was talk about Shohei to L.A. 
And I think <laughs> from the Angels' perspective, that's probably keeping him was probably the right move. Yeah. Just because they trade him, they burn that bridge with him, no chance of, you know, working anything out there. But you keep him, try to win out, make the playoffs, you add Giolito, CJ Crone, and Randall I mean, Critchick, baby. Yeah. I think there are three games over five hundred right now. There's seven they're seven games back. With those additions, Not out of the question, do we, I mean, but... do you do we think that they have a shot to sneak in? I think with I... they always have a shot. I don't know. It's for me, I they could sneak in at a wild card spot, but I just look at their their bullpen and the amount of blown leads they've had this year. Like Shohei putting the team on his back, having two run or two home run games, multiple RBI games, pitching deep six seven innings, and the bullpen comes and ruins it for them. It's happened so many times, well, I and I just don't think it's gonna be get better. One of one of my favorite tweets I've ever read is. Mike Trout, three for four with two bombs. Shohei does something never before done in the MLB, and the Angels lose 6-3. I'm like, How? Sum, it, sum it up for me in one tweet. There it is, that one right there. Yep. Argue, I mean, you have the two, I mean, not even arguably, factually, the two best players in baseball, in Shohei and Mike Trout. And they mm-hmm. are bad. Like, they just blow game after game, and it's like, how are you? I just don't understand how? how you can have the two best players. I I don't get it either. I don't get it. I feel so bad for him. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. If Randall Gritchick keeps playing the way that he's been playing this year because he's having a career year hitting 311, and if CJ Crown can come over and still hit his 260 with decent power, and Mike Trout comes back from injury, which they're saying he's having an extremely fast recovery right now, they've got a chance. They can make a lot of noise. Shohei and Mike Trout, or Shohei and Mike Trout, then you put two decent pieces with them along with the rest of that team, they could make some decent noise. There's a chance they steal that division, but it's going to be tough for them because they are the Angels, so they'll find a way to screw it up. (laughs) Ain't that the truth? I'm still surprised they haven't fire sailed Mike Trout and Shohei for the world yet. I, like, if you trade Otani, it'd be like, okay, you can have nine of our starting players and you can have ten of our prospects and we'll give you five hundred million dollars. Is that enough? Yeah. Like is that, is that is that enough? Like I, 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 I think personally this might be a little bit of a hot take. I don't know. For me it's not. I think Shohei will go down as the best player to ever play. If he keeps playing yeah. like this for two if he plays like he's playing now for three more years, I don't not think there's a doubt about it. Yeah, I agree. Like oh. To be that good at both, like he, they played a, uh, a doubleheader. He threw 111 pitches, had two pumps in that game, and then was DHing in the next game too, and had another pump. I was like, imagine playing both games of a doubleheader. He's playing. It looks like he's playing little league out there. Like it's just not even fair. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now one one more team to touch on. Nick, how you feel about the the good old Texas Rangers? All about them, baby. All about them. <laughs> they got some nice pieces on the trade deadline. Picked up Asher, Scherzer, Scherzer. Jordan yep, Montgomery. They got a Roldis and Stratton to add to their bullpen depth. So They're making moves, and it's at the right time. 
I mean, they're playing well, added some good pieces. I love their trade deadline. I think they might have had the yeah. best trade deadline of any team. Uh, outside, I mean, I think the, the Stroh's getting Verlander with the with the position they're yeah. in. To add Verlander that to that, I mean. And for what they got yeah. in return. Yeah. Like, I mean, the Mets are still paying them $35 million for the next two years to, to in assistance with Verlander's contract with them. I mean, yeah. And then at the end of that, he's got a conditional player option worth another thirty-five million if he wants to. If he wants to take that. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I I think it was either last part of the pod before that I said, I think the Rangers are good, but they're one or two bullpen pieces away from being a legit World Series champion. Mm-hmm. And they went and they did it. They got him. They got him. So I I I if I had to pick right now a team that on paper and the way they're playing right now is the most favorable to get to the World Series, I pick the Rangers. Wow. No, that's, that's a, a hot take. take. I know it's kind of yeah. a hot take, but I just, with their moves they made at the trade deadline, and they're, they got good players already there. Um, Nathan, uh, Yavaldi's coming back. Um, yep, Seager. I, I, I think it's going to be good. I think they're going to, I think they're going to go on a run and make it happen. No love for the red hot Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. not on that train. Mom, not on that train at all. You're really not sold on that that team, huh? No. Mm-mm. That's shocking. Like, why would I be? I already sold my season tickets. That's what I sold. <laughs> I mean, it is it is fun to have, you know, kind of these obscure teams be good again, but like. And Adley Rushman, obviously great. I love him. And Adam Frazier, he's one of my favorite players too. But, like, you look at their roster and I'm like, they have some players. They have some good players. Don't get me wrong, but they're not a contender in my mind. Uh, not yet, at least. Wow. No, no love for the Orioles. I mean, I'm sorry, but what's Kyle Bradish? Is that his name? Is He's your best starter? I mean, Jack, Jack Flaherty's good too, I guess. But, like... But I don't think that they're a legit playoff team. They could play upset though. They could could come in and make a splash and knock out a a favor. So man, that's a lot of hate towards that Orioles team, which sits in a really nice spot right now. They are good. Yeah, Yeah. they are. I just, I mean, are you you're hot on the Orioles? You you want the Orioles? Like you you think they're? I mean, they're only two games up. Really exciting team, man. I mean, they're whole division. A lot, a lot of good hitting. The Yankees are ten games back. No, the Yankees are done. They're dead in the water. Oh yeah. I love what they're gonna do. The thing they do every year with that. We're not we're not buying at the trade deadline because when you think about it, when our injured players come back, that's like adding pieces. Yeah, and they'll crawl their way up close to the playoffs and miss out again. Like yep. they do every year. They either crawl their way into the playoffs and disappoint by getting blown out in the series, or they somehow find a you know way to crawl all the way up there and fall short. So. I, I saw something, and I agreed with it on Twitter, that if you're the Yankees, no matter how bad you are, you cannot be a seller at the deadline. Oh, ever. You're the Yankees. You're like, the Yankees. It doesn't matter if you've only won be... 20 games. You can't be a seller. No. Nope. You are the New York Yankees. Uh, the question is, what do the Yankees do to get out of this perpetual hole that they're in? As much as I love Tony Riz, 
he's got to go. He's not playing well at all. Um, hopefully they get Nestor Cortez back, and that helps. Josh Donaldson's gone. He's not going to play the rest of the year anyway. Harrison Bader's in his walk here. They're not going to resign him. They'll pick someone else up. Um, hopefully they can do something. Not hopefully. Why am I saying hopefully? I don't want the Yankees to be good, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've, I mean, I've said this before, and I will, I will beat this drum. Their offensive strategy is just miserable. You, I mean, the thought of their lineup sounds fantastic, right? But they strike out. I mean, it's not terrible this year, but they're banking on on their on their guys hitting homers, and when they're not hitting yeah. homers, they just they're mediocre at best. Offensively, their whole lineup is hopefully we hit homo, yay! I mean, I mean, right? John Carlo, Aaron Judge. If those I mean, besides, guys, I mean, besides Volpe and uh, Glaber, nobody else on that team is hitting for average. I I gotta be honest. I think they fire almost the teams outside of Glaber, Volpe, and Aaron Judge. I mean, what about Geo? Well, obviously, Gio, come on. But, like, LeMay, gone. Rizzo, gone. Giancarlo, gone. Trade them all. Get them out of here I wouldn't mind them keeping DJ. I mean, DJ hasn't been bad for them. I mean, he's old. He's actually been good either. No, actually, I mean, he was good for a couple years. He's been not great the last couple, too, though, so they probably will get rid of him. 232 this year. He had 261 and 268 the two years before. It's, well, I mean, you have Josh Donaldson hitting 160 or 140 something, and Anthony Rizzo hitting 170. So it is time for them to move on from that guy. Donaldson just—he's uh... not going to be in the MLB <laughs> anymore after this season. He's going to be—he'll hang it up. <laughs> well, Nick, you want to close this out, buddy? Thank you, as always, for watching. Uh. Remember to use code Sports at checkout, shankatgolf.com. Signing off from the cave. Thank you for watching.